Welcome to Philanthropy Today, a podcast about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Together, we'll learn about the goals of the GMCF and the work of its staff, board members, and trustees. You'll hear about the GMCF's affiliate partners throughout North Central Kansas, and we'll also explore the efforts of area nonprofit agencies, their staff, and volunteers. Now, here's your host of Philanthropy Today, Dave Lewis. It's a recap of the Community Foundation Awards, the CFAs, and joining me on Philanthropy today is Vern Hendricks, President and CEO of the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Monday night, the 21st of March, was a sensational night to recognize some sensational people in the community. It was. We really enjoyed having the opportunity to share with the community so many interesting and innovative things that people are doing to support those in need in this community. And And uh, it was a special night, uh, a few wet eyes here and there, and uh, certainly a whole lot of good hearts that uh, left the room. Well, one of the neat things is uh, for me about being on the stage with you, not only just to pick on you a little bit, but uh, <laughs> to to be there and, you know, just kind of be behind the scenes when people are giving their acceptance speeches. And it's just a, it's just a neat thing with the, with uh, with these folks that are winning the CFAs and, and those that are nominated. You get to see those stories as well on the screen. Yeah, it's a, you know, a lot of them don't know they're getting the award when they come up there. And uh, in some cases, to make sure that they were there, we did tell a few people ahead of time. But uh, uh, yeah, it's very nice to just see what rolls off their tongue when they come that night and the appreciation that they share, not only for for being nominated, but to their fellow nominees and to the individuals and the selection committee and the audience that uh, supported them. And, And that's the cool part. I mean, we got some great hearts here in Manhattan, Kansas and uh, it's just a special night to be able to share them. Well, let's go ahead and run through the list of those that walked away with uh, one of those uh, Crystal Leaf Awards. Absolutely. So as you know, the uh, the Community Foundation Awards portion is segmented into time, talent, and treasures. And uh, the time is two volunteer awards, one for someone that's uh, under the age of 50 and one that's over the age of 50. And so the Rising Star Award went to Crystal Brand Kearns. Uh, and Crystal is has done an awful lot in her young career. I mean, she'll appreciate appreciate me calling her young, I'm sure. Um, but she's worked with Pathfinder and and been out with USO and uh, has a military presence and a military thought process uh, each day to support those families that serve us and keep our lives protective every day. And yet she's integrated in the community for for the Rotary and the uh, the um, Rotaract uh, programs and the Interact programs through Rotary and, and just other little things like that to make the community a better, space, better place for all of us. And uh, we're, we're we're excited that Crystal got the award and, and so appreciative of what she does. And then we have the Distinguished Volunteer. Indeed. So uh, uh, that is for our individual over 50. And uh, this year's awardee was uh, Nancy Knopp. And uh, Nancy has been uh, uh, no unknown person to this community. She's been on the school board uh, so, you know, right now. And she spent a, a whole lot of time with the zoo committees. And uh, they've the Expedition Asia program or uh, that's going to be opened up up here not uh, the exhibit i meant to say yeah Mm -hmm. april 9th that uh, she's been a very much a part of that she's been the president of that board and the fundraising effort and and so i know that she's going to be excited for that day as well but uh, uh, just her leadership and so many things that i can't even tell you about in this community uh, made her a special uh, awardee that night so okay well congratulations to both what's our next level 
Well, when we go into the talent, uh, now we get into the nonprofit community. And when we first started this process uh, years ago, it was uh, we were going to recognize a leader of a nonprofit and then a, a staff member of a nonprofit so that they felt appreciated. Well, uh, they all couldn't, uh, they didn't feel like nominating just one staff or the other. And so we didn't get the nomination. So we decided, okay, let's step back a second and, and let's recognize two nonprofits each year, uh, prepare a nice four or five minute video for them that they can use for marketing purposes and and we'll just gift that to them as kind of the award and so the the first one we recognized the other night was Morningstar. Um, Morningstar is a, a nonprofit organization that serves a a population of individuals that have mental health uh, interests or capabilities or uh, issues that they deal with. And uh, Richard Stitt is the leader of that organization and just did an amazing job coming up that night and talking about the, the organization itself and, and, the, and how individuals, by being a part of Morningstar, have kind of reframed their life and their attitude about being a part of the community. And, and there were a lot of people who had some wet eyes when he got done. Absolutely. Well, and I got a chance to visit with Richard and Doncha uh, back in December about the work that Morningstar does. And uh, goodness gracious, I mean, it was, um, um, I, I believe I used these words, powerful, heart-wrenching, and hopeful. And, uh, you know, to tell these stories and for people now to have that access to that video, which is on our website at thecfas.com, Um it's, it's a terrific story of how some people saw a need that were living in that world. Absolutely. And making, making something positive happen. You know, our world is made up of all different forms and types of individuals, and uh, and we all experience different things, but it's a very fast-paced world that we live in, and oftentimes we don't recognize our our brothers and sisters left and right as we go through that process. And and uh, the idea that Morningstar is, an, is a safe space for people to feel comfortable, put them on a confident path in life that uh, uh, the rest of us might even know that is uncomfortable for them and uh, it's just a special night uh, that they guys the, the information that they brought is a special night for the house cafe in ogden absolutely now here's another uh, uh, big-hearted effort you know we got a couple over there and that retired from the military they uh, uh, they wanted to do something different so they spent some time with some kids found a real need uh, decided to open up a coffee shop called it the house cafe in ogden and uh, they they employ kids uh, give them some responsibilities some work ethic and some oversight and and that has evolved into an area now where they want to go so far as to create a child care facility for individuals there and just an amazing element where two two individuals can take their personal time and decide they want to move into supporting so many others that might be considered in a disadvantaged population and um, a very warm and heart uh, heartwarming thing to to tell about that night so and once again, that video is on the CFAs.com website. Absolutely. If you can, uh, if you can see it, and if in, in all of these cases, if you want to support these programs, matter of fact, in both of the last two instances, neither one of them uh, had a fund in our match day that's coming up on April 22nd. 
So we've uh, we've put out a call to many that attended that night and then our trustees that didn't and to say, hey, if you want to support these groups, we would love to raise $10,000 so that they can have a fund, an endowed fund in match day, and so that they could qualify. And so excited about that. Uh, uh, we've already got quite a bit of traction in that direction, so I'm confident to say that we're going to get there, but we need the support of our trustees and our community members to help them make that happen. We still have some CFA awards to announce. We do. So uh, at the end of this is the treasure. And uh, and so we have two uh, areas there. One is our civic philanthropy. And uh, so we recognize a civic organization or a group of individuals for what they do. And this year's awardee was the Manhattan Lions Club. Uh, the Manhattan Lions have been in place for years and years and years and always supported youth activities, been a part of our community and in a lot of unknown stuff. I mean, that's the one thing about a lot of our services organizations they do things not only locally but they all also do things maybe worldwide and uh, so the kinds of things the Manhattan Lions have been involved with was certainly in the eyeglass or the eye screening of students and and so you think of those things uh, in a very um, small way but when you consider the number of kids that they impact every year through helping that and just just with the idea of vision, being able to see what's on that, uh, that used to be chalkboard, <laughs> whiteboard, or whatever else a uh, teacher's using, you know, education doesn't happen if they can't engage that way. And so it's a tremendous service that they provide for our youth. All right. Next. The last one was our business philanthropy. Um, obviously, we've got tons of individuals, businesses in town that are constantly being asked for support. And uh, uh, But the one that really stood out and uh, seems to be at every sponsorship that you see each year is uh, Midwest Concrete Materials. You know, what the Eichmann family has done to support charitable activities in this community, not only Matt, Manhattan, but Wamego and Junction and around. And uh, uh, it was a special opportunity for us to be able to give the award to them. And, and I know um you know the eichmann family was very appreciative as well well congratulations to all involved and and to win a cfa i think is a big big deal for them and 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 for for those you know just to be nominated is a tremendous thing and uh, you know it's just you know the frosting on the cake well and, and that's the the beauty of the night uh, we didn't really ever go into this with the idea that that we're going to pick a, a on a winner of this because they're all winners in the standpoint that we get to tell the stories the stories are are tremendous in that whole process and uh, and we're excited and those of you that have seen those stories on our on our facebook stuff leading up to the cfas you know please keep those in your mind and memory and go back and look at them again because uh, it's very tough to de- determine who we're going to give these awards to each year because of the great thing these people do it's Philanthropy Today, the podcast sponsored by the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. I'm Dave Lewis here with President and CEO of the GMCF, Vern Henricks, and we have GMCF Awards, which are different because that's not a, a nominating process. It is, and uh, as an organization, we've done this for a long time, uh, even before the Community Foundation Awards event, and so we have trustee groups and volunteer groups that are very significant in how we achieve our goals and and achieve our mission here as the Community Foundation. Our, our mission is to build relationships between donors and community needs, and and that involves a, a trustee organization of uh, 150 trustees. We've added uh, another 56 to young trustees. 
we have a high school group called Youth Impacting Community that is that kind of learn about what we do as an organization, and and so we get them involved in the process too. So excited to to share some information there. So our our trustee volunteer of the year. Uh, was went to Karen Roberts. Um, Karen has been board chair. She's been committee chair. She's been a part of our nonprofit organizations as a chair. She served on many committees, and uh, and so it was just a, a great opportunity to recognize Karen for a whole lot of time and energy that she spent for no expectation of getting any kind of an award. But that's those are the special ones when you kind of surprise people in the crowd and uh, and they don't they don't realize that they're getting this award or that anybody's even been watching for that matter. That was very deserving no doubt about that next so the young trustee award it was kind of a special one this year too i say that to every about every one of these i know but uh, uh, we gave our young trustee award to ashley urban and this is kind of a nomination from the young trustees themselves and uh, but ashley had reached out to me earlier in the year about hey is there something that we can do for our senior care um, uh, workers you know they've these tireless hours that they spent, long hours they spent during COVID times, and we just want to do something to appreciate them. So, so we created a senior care hero appreciation campaign, and uh, so raised some funds. It was challenged by Mary Veneer. We're very appreciative of, of her challenge there. But Ashley was the brainchild behind that, and uh, it was great to be able to recognize her with an award for for thinking that way, and, and as a young trustee. But the Young Trustees is an organization that has added so much vitality to every aspect of the foundation. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're certainly going to be the leaders, uh, certainly for tomorrow, if not already today. You know, those guys are spending a whole lot of time making this community a better place to live. And you have um, a YIC winner we as do. well. So our, our Youth Impacting Community Award, and here again, it's chosen from those uh, from that group and its leadership, and, and Claire Schamberg was our awardee this year, and uh, let me tell you, uh, I've mentioned this before, uh, I'm buying stock in Claire Schamberg because uh, she's going to be uh, one heck of a leader when she continues to go through her education process and, uh, and whatever she decides to do in life, uh, uh, she's a winner, and it, uh, it's exciting to hear and listen to her resume as a high school student student and uh, and in many cases it's probably better than most people have their their whole life and she's accumulated it while she's in high school so excited for claire and very proud of her and then we get into some other awards that are very significant with philanthropy aspects indeed uh we work with professional advisors uh, throughout Northeast Kansas and beyond. Um, but we, uh, when we started the Greater Geary Community Foundation, there was a foundation already over there uh, that through the Central National Bank, uh, Central Charities Foundation, and and our awardee was very instrumental in merging those two or bringing those over and then merging the funds into the Greater Geary Community Foundation. So Dwayne Blythe received a professional advisor a year of the award uh, for not only his efforts in, in overseeing that Central Charities Foundation, then the, then the merger to the Greater Geary Community Foundation, and still serving as secretary of the Greater Geary Community Foundation. And just a, a, just a good warm heart with no expectations of any, uh, uh, any accolades given to himself. And uh, so it was nice to, he was able to be here that night. So. And there was one other organization that walked away with a CFA. Indeed, there were actually two still, but two, one organization. Okay. So we have our Philanthropist of the Year award that went to the Bramlage Foundation. 
Uh, the Bramlage Foundation has stepped up in the Greater Geary Community Foundation Match Day and, uh, and provided a $100,000 match on Match Day for them uh, and have done, you know, oodles of uh, support to charitable causes and efforts in that community, Main Street projects, park projects, uh, aging facility. Uh, it's just been very interesting to watch them help that community grow and, and uh, become better in everything that they do. And, and so much of that is a kind of a heartfelt mission for the Bramlage family. And uh, uh, so we're excited to, to be a part of them and guiding them in that process whenever we can. And, and very excited to recognize them Monday night. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is the first time that we've had any winners from Geary County or outside the city of Manhattan and Riley County. This is true. And uh, by and large, you know, the greater uh Greater Manhattan Community Foundation has a wide uh, sphere because of the Northeast Kansas partners that we have and the Greater Geary Community Foundation being one of those. And we have one more. One more, and that went to uh, uh, our lifetime contributor of the award. And, and this is an organization that was uh, probably established equal to when the community foundation here, or maybe even before, and that's the Carolyn Pine Foundation. Um, Carolyn was a member of the Kansas State University staff and left some funds to the area here for causes. Uh, we don't manage those funds here. They're actually managed by a trust office elsewhere, but those funds and those grants are given in the community. And, and I know when I first moved back here in 97 that uh, a lot of times those were the largest grants that were given and people really looked at the Pine Foundation for some of that major support that you get for doing things and uh, and so we wanted to recognize them for sure and, and it was real nice of course Carolyn's not with us anymore but it was nice to have one of the uh, uh, the staff that helped select or the board members that helped select the, the funds be there and, and uh, receive that uh, recognition for them and uh, but it's long overdue and and the dedicated cause that she support has been uh, been terrific and we were excited to do that so well we can never say enough about how grateful we are to those that participated in the cfas that uh, were nominated and those that uh, had a little extra award hardware to take home with them but all in all it's 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 a night and, and i heard this as well i learned so much i learned so much tonight about our community Indeed, and uh, it's always a heartwarming because we look at this night and we plan for it. And but some very notable community members every year come back and said, "You know, Vern, I thought I knew what was going on in this community, and 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 you have shared something that I had no idea existed." And uh, uh, that's the great thing about philanthropy: there are always causes and there are always hearts that uh, we need to kind of tell tell people about um the other part is some of those charitable causes some of the, those nonprofit leaders uh, equally they come up and just share how much they appreciate you know not only what the community foundation has provided for them not only for kind of mentoring support but the opportunity to be a part of match day and connect donors because a lot of these nonprofits they're not professional fundraisers and uh, they're not fundraisers at all um, and so the the opportunity to create a organized mechanism like a match day or just the community foundation in general where people can reach out to them and support and and trust giving dollars to them without the uh, the fear or or maybe the discomfort as to whether they can actually handle it or not. We're here for them to do that, to make sure those fundraisers 
get their charitable needs uh, uh, facilitated and for those nonprofits to receive those funds and really do something great uh, on a daily basis. So one of the things that I touched base on and uh, you know in the uh, the award ceremony the other night was the fact that I just want people to keep in mind who would be terrific as a nominee or an award winner. Please get those nominations and we open those up after the first of the year. So be thinking in advance. And then when it comes time for those nominations to be opened up, we certainly hope that they will uh, get those nominations in through thecfas.com. Absolutely. And uh, we do have an official nomination period, but you know, if you uh, if something happens and you think this would be a great uh, awardee or nominee for something, you know, call us and we'll take notes you know we can uh, we can keep that uh, information around for a year and uh, we just want to recognize people that do very generous things with very warm hearts in this community and grow green match day is just around the corner and we want to recognize a whole lot of people on grow green match day <laughs> yeah if we uh, uh, we're going to have nearly 80 uh, nonprofits participating in that uh, and so we're looking forward to a great day Keep up with Philanthropy Today by following or subscribing to our podcast on your favorite apps. To learn more about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, visit our website at mcfks.org. Philanthropy Today is produced by Ad AdAstraCast. Follow us online at AdAstraCast.com.